Handle Hazardous Materials Safely, Section 6, Explain WMIS Education and Training. The third component of WMIS is worker education and training. The information provided by labels and SDSs will be of little use unless workers can understand it and apply it through training. Employer Responsibilities Employers must establish an education program for their workers to ensure that workers understand WMIS and the hazards of the hazardous products they work with or near. Education programs about WMIS must be followed up with job-specific training in safe work procedures for handling, storing, and disposing of these hazardous products. Worker representatives or the Health and Safety Committee must be consulted in developing, implementing, and reviewing education and training programs. Difference between education and training. WMIS education explains how WMIS works, what an SDS is, what information is on a WMIS label, and other information about WMIS. WMIS training refers to hands-on, job-specific training. Training shows individuals how to work safely with the hazardous products in a particular workplace. Education. Worker education must include instruction in the content, purpose, and significance of workplace and supplier labels and SDSs. Workers can be educated through classroom instruction or by using videos or computer programs. Education courses can be offered on-site by employers, offered through contracted specialized companies, or through continuing studies at a local training facility. WMIS education can also be completed and tested online. Certification. Some industries, such as construction, offer WMIS cards or certificates to participants who complete their WMIS education program. Such cards and certificates are useful for workers who move regularly from site to site, enabling them to prove to new employers that they have attended WMIS education sessions. However, job-specific training at each work site is still required for all workers who work with or near hazardous products. Job-specific training. Employees must be trained in the procedures specific to their workplace. These include which hazardous products they could be exposed to in their workplace, how to store, handle, use, or dispose of hazardous products in their workplace, emergency procedures in the event of an accident or spill, implementing WMIS in the workplace. To implement the WMIS program and develop written safe work procedures, employers make use of supplier labels and SDSs, as well as their own knowledge of the hazardous properties of products and their use in the workplace. The main hazards of the products in the two hazard groups. Hazardous properties for the physical hazard classes. This list shows the main concerns for the 18 hazard classes found in the physical hazard grouping. Hazardous properties for the health hazard classes. This list shows the main concerns for the 12 hazard classes found in the health hazard grouping. Written safe work procedures. Employees are required to write safe work procedures as safety guidelines for workers who will handle hazardous products. Safe work procedures address the specific hazards of the hazardous product and how it is safely used in the workplace. The written procedure must contain enough detail to provide clear direction to authorized workers. The following steps outline the written safe work procedure to be used by authorized workers for cleanup of small spills of acetone, about one liter, for a particular worksite. Safe work procedure for cleanup of acetone spills. Number one, 
extinguish and control all ignition sources, including electrical services, open flames, and electrostatic discharge. Number two, evacuate workers to the designated safe location. Number three, report the spill to your supervisor. Number four, get the waste containers and spill cart. Number five, put on the respirator, butyl rubber gloves, and safety goggles. Number six, clean up the acetone using chemical absorbent pillows from the spill cart according to the manufacturer's instructions. Number seven, do not flush or rinse the spilled acetone into the sewer system. Number eight, place used absorbent pillows containing acetone in designated waste containers. Number nine, dispose of used chemical absorbent pillows according to local waste disposal procedures. General precautions when using common hazardous materials. Employers should take note of the following general precautions. Some common materials are considered safe to use under normal operation, but may change to hazardous materials under certain conditions. These include fresh concrete, pressure-treated wood, contact cement, paints, and cleaners. Some substances are flammable as well as toxic. Use products such as contact cement and certain paints that are highly flammable in well-ventilated work areas that contain no open flame. Many substances are harmless by themselves, but when combined, they release toxic fumes. Two common household cleaning agents, ammonia and bleach, when mixed together will produce toxic chlorine gas. It is best not to mix any chemicals found on the job site unless you are absolutely certain that the combined mixture will not be harmful. Sometimes, chemical changes are triggered by heat or radiation. The ultraviolet radiation from a welding operation can transform the vapors of many common solvents into the deadly gas phosgene. Many plastics and vinyl resins are harmless in their normal state but give off highly toxic smoke when burnt. Many paints and cleaners come in aerosol cans that use pressure to release their contents. These cans should not be kept near heat or exposed to flames. Empty cans should be disposed of properly, never burned. The containers are explosive and the residual contents are often highly flammable. Charges for powder-actuated tools are often used in shops and on construction sites and are potentially dangerous. These products are supplied in plastic strips or plastic boxes. Live charges that are dropped on the floor or strips discarded with live charges in them can be dangerous. If sweeping and garbage are burnt on the site, the charges will explode when heated, which could injure anyone near the fire.